Welcome to the Love What You Create podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Mendoza-Jones, and I'm here to help you create the business you know you're here to create without stressing yourself out, going into mind drama, or burning yourself to a crisp. Instead, I'll teach you how to trust in your innate value, own your gifts, share them with the world, and magnetize clients, money, and opportunities towards you from your natural state. What does that mean? It means knowing that you belong in this room exactly as you are. It means the world needs all of you to show up, no perfection needed. And it means you're in exactly the right place, here with me. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hey, hey, I'm back. It feels like it's been forever since I've recorded a new episode. It's been, I think it's actually been about a month, which is crazy. And it was an unexpected break and there was just a lot happening. So I often, I do like to sometimes do um, batch some episodes if I know I'm going to be away or taking a break. So I did that over summer and that felt amazing. And then I didn't do it now because I didn't anticipate the break. But first we were in Fiji which is beautiful. And I I don't know if you saw on Instagram, but I lost my son's passport and realized the night before our flight at 6 p.m. We had a 9 a.m. flight to Fiji and at six o'clock I went to get the passports. They were brand new. The kids, we've never taken them overseas before, like COVID. And so I had ordered the passports in at the beginning of the year when we booked the trip and they all they arrived safe and sound and we popped them away or so we thought and so I never went to check the passports in the lead up to the trip because just thought we had the passports because they had just arrived anyway very long story short is that my son and I ended up flying to Canberra the next morning when everyone else in my family my daughter my husband my sisters my parents my brother-in-laws my nephews they all flew to Fiji Jesse and I went to Canberra because the Sydney office was closed because of a um like a power outage or something so I could have driven 10 minutes down the road but no we flew to Canberra and before we could fly to Canberra the flight got cancelled it got no sorry redirected through Brisbane which would have got us there at 2 p.m which was not great so we rebooked then what should have been a two to three hour episode took seven hours because the passport printing machine had a glitch like a tech issue which then got sorted and then there was another glitch and it literally was stalled in the machine for hours and this poor beautiful French woman who works at DVAT was so stressed for me I was so stressed my beautiful friend uh, and mentor Sam Nolan Smith who lives in Canberra I had messaged her and I was like I'm gonna be in Canberra with Jesse for the morning let's have breakfast if you're around so we thought we were just going to have a lovely breakfast together turns out she just so kindly makes me emotional spent the entire day with us just like holding our hand and like pushing jesse for his nap and on the phone with me for me we were doing energetic clears on me she was doing energetic clearings on me throughout the whole day because we were like what is this block like what is stalling me and jesse from getting to fiji Anyway, finally, Craig from IT um, and the lovely uh, woman, actually probably shouldn't say their name. Anyway, we'll just say someone from IT (laughs) put 
like moved the passport a tiny half a millimeter to the left or the right, whatever. And it just shot through the machine, printed beautifully. We had missed our flight from Canberra back to Sydney, had to book another flight, finally got home at 6 p.m. So it was a 12 hour day. Jesse was an absolute superstar. And I did a quick repack, unpack, you know, made eggs for dinner, got into bed. And then we were up the next day and could fly to Fiji at 8.30 in the morning. So that was relaxing. So that is one little story as to why there was no episode that week. Because I just, there was a lot happening. And then it was, um, what's it called, school holidays. And then I've been sick. So anyway, it's just a really nice reminder and lesson that like nothing breaks when you have a rest and I had I've got so many beautiful episodes that I just threw up some oldie book goodies for everyone and yeah that's my story so I'm jumping in today because I have an episode for you actually that was kind of kickstarted by a conversation that I've been having with my clients in show up and vibe in our Facebook group on what to do in the middle of a launch when stuff is feeling a bit hard or you launch and you start to have doubts or worries or concerns about the process. And so I'm going to respond with what I told my client, what I said to my client. And so I'm going to actually just pull that up. So I want to read that to you and then I'm going to unpack it because I have so much to say. So the very first thing to know when you are mid-launch or you've just launched to your clients and then your brain is a brain and throws drama at you is to know that this is what your mind does and to normalize it for yourself and to normalize the potential freak out to normalize the stories that are coming up for you and to what I love to do and what I offered to my client was to try and do anything or do anything don't try do something that is going to calm your nervous system and bring you out of fight or flight and and help you actually to switch off from the launch and switch off from the you know checking stats or checking social media or anything like that so a lot of the time when we do something as simple as that it gets us some perspective and in that perspective we often get really amazing ideas on what to do to support the launch on another way to say something on another um, something else that we can do and it's not about taking a break to then hustle harder it's about taking a break to calm your nervous system because from that calm state you actually problem solve at a higher level to a greater degree and you release a lot of that graspy stressy energy and that is just so helpful when you're in a launch so what I invited my client to do or what she had mentioned um, I really supported in some of the things that she was she was doing and then I said you know go and have a delicious dinner with your family with your friends get some rest switch off from the computer have a big mug of tea outside you know go for me if it was depending on the, the weather I might go to the ocean and go for a swim the next thing I invited her to do so I'm going to as I said read through what I wrote first and then unpack it and I have more more tips as well So I said, a lot of the time we can expect most of our clients to sign up at the very start, you know, as soon as we open doors, because we are so excited to launch this thing. And sometimes this is what happens, but also sometimes people take their time deciding. Sometimes people are still finding out about our work. So we think that everyone reading our work has been here for ages, but sometimes they're new, they're new clients. They might've just found you the day before. So 
They might be waiting for more information from you. They might be about to reach out to you to ask you something. And it's actually our job as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, as the coach, healer, creative, whatever title you give yourself. It's your job to keep finding ways to explain the beauty and the magic of your program to them, of your offer, all the way to the finish line, which is when doors close. And there literally could be people who find you, and I actually kind of assume that there will be, people who find you between when you open your doors to your program and when you close them, because that might be what, a week, two weeks, three weeks, there are new clients coming into your orbit all the time. And so when you know that just because people haven't signed up at the start, when you don't let that dictate the rest of the launch for you and for your mindset, you actually get to open up to all the people who are still going to find you and all the people who haven't yet found you, but need to they'll find you and then they're going to read the backlog of all your beautiful work on social media or on your website. So I find that really, really supportive. I also invited her to keep coming back to her belief in the program. So the content to your belief in yourself and then to market and communicate from this place. So if graspy energy comes up, there's an invitation here to actually love that graspy energy with gentleness and know that it can shift fast. Clients sign up in air quotes out of the blue all the time. And also sometimes they have to chat with you first, right? So like both are true. What I love to do is to keep inviting people to take different kinds of actions to support different kinds of clients and the way that they wanna communicate or not communicate with you before they purchase. So that might be something like, you keep inviting people to head to the link in your bio. That might be someone who doesn't need to talk to you. They have no questions. They feel like you've answered every question. Maybe they already know you. Maybe they've already worked with you. They might be people who are like, you know what? I've got a lot on right now. I just want to book this in. I'm just going to yeah, straight to the link in the bio. That's so easy for me. Or you might say to people, so this is why you want to offer different kinds of core to actions throughout your launch. You might share a post and say, come and DM me if this is something that you want to discuss or explore more with me. So that might be someone who maybe they haven't worked with you yet, or maybe they have a couple of questions and they just want to like check with you. Or it could be that they have questions, but they don't have the time right now, or they don't have the, they don't feel the need to actually book a call with you, book a chat. They just want to have a quick chat with you in your DMs. Or maybe you say to people, come and book a call with me. Here's the link to book a chat to discuss this, you know, to explore this together. And those might, those might be, People who have quite a few questions or they they already are a yes, they're already quite sold on it. They just want to like touch base with you. And that can be like quite an energetic, like a an unconscious need to just touch base and kind of tune in with you energetically before they say yes. So those are three ways to invite clients to take action, to get them closer to working with you in a way that is going to really be serving them but it also gives them options and it's based on their personality based on the questions they have or not uh they might even just dm you with something really quick that's not even a real there's no there's no real question there they're kind of just touching base about something and then they go straight to book in so i i love to offer all three head to the link in my bio dm me for questions or book a call when i say offer all three i don't necessarily do that in every post but I like to offer a variety of calls to action to help my clients 
find the way that's going to support them in their decision-making process based on if they are ready to just take action. They've thought it through and they're ready to go. They want to just touch base with me lightly or they want to touch base with me more deeply. And obviously another option if you're sending an email is to say hit reply if you've got any questions, which is just kind of like a DM version, you know, just type to me. I do love to respond in voice message in DMs if someone sends me a message about something. Firstly, I often find just voice voice noting faster than typing. And especially for someone that I don't know so well, I think it gives them a really nice feel for me. And it means that I can, you know, just explain things using my voice and my the energetics behind that as well and and you know the nuances of language that come through when you're listening to someone versus just just typing but I do both and it really just depends on like if I've got my kids in the background I'm probably although I have done this before but I might not DM someone with my voice although I've definitely done that before and just said there are kids in the background or you're gonna hear bluey but I really like to just when I can respond with my with my voice Next up, I invited my client to believe that her next client is already and always talking themselves into working with her. I, we spoke also in, in the notes in my conversation about not worrying too much about signing bonuses or incentives like early birds or um, discounts for signing up by a certain date. So I've said here they work, of course, like they definitely work. And also in my experience, sometimes people are happy to forego them and miss an early bird or miss a deadline and sign up later if the later means that they have more time to gain more trust in you and feel more comfortable buying and that's sometimes the payoff oh, okay so i might lose out on the 200 dollars discount this is an unconscious decision right they might think unconsciously okay so i might miss out on that bonus session or that bonus 200 dollars whatever but this extra time means that I get to make a choice that feels even more aligned and congruent. And I really get to know that I'm making the best choice for me. Or maybe it means that I get to have conversations with important people in my life about this or have, you know, have that conversation with the the coach. Maybe I just need that extra time. And that means that if they forego the bonus or the incentive, it's, the 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 trade-off is more valuable for them because they're making a decision from more trust in the process than in the outcome than just doing it to receive the incentive and i say that because i think sometimes when we offer an early bird bonus or a signing bonus or whatever it is if clients don't take you up on it and then that deadline ticks over and then you know you're like oh i've still got a week or two left of the launch and if someone didn't want to sign up now at the beginning with that incentive, well, we can make it mean that they don't want to sign up or that the launch is doomed and done and like, let's just go live in the mountains somewhere. Although like we can also live in the mountains and launch beautifully. <laughs> but when you know that not everyone cares about the incentive in terms of like, if they miss it, it doesn't mean they're not going to sign up. It actually just allows you to say, okay, that was one way of me testing out what works with my offer and my audience and the people in my orbit I'm just going to keep going and keep testing what works and keep finding. Remember, it's literally your job to find ways to explain the beauty and magic of your program and to find new ways of talking about it. And this all happens in launch as well. When you get to the start of a launch, you are at the, I like to think you're almost at the beginning of finding out even more about your beautiful program and offer. Like you don't know everything about it yet. 
You might think you do. You might have a beautiful sales page. You might have lots of emails and social media posts written and that's great. And also in the launch, it's such a time of like ripe, ripening (laughs) of like just becoming even more in tune with the energy of the offer and the program and and the like the messaging that comes through you and what is what downloads into you to share with your clients there's so much potential there so even a day before the end of the launch there's still something about your program that you haven't communicated yet that could come through you and i don't say that to add stress and be like oh my god i have to just constantly be thinking of new things to say you might get to the day before the end or the day before, yeah, the last day of the launch and just think, you know what? I have said everything I can say. And that might feel really, really true. And it might be really, really true for you. And also when you come at it from the curiosity of there's always enough, something else for me to see here to communicate, it really opens up the energy of the launch for you. Another thing I love to do and something that I invited my client to do, I said to her here, create three to five beliefs that feel really potent and true and accessible for you and make them your phone screensaver or your desktop screensaver so that you can see them every time before you post to social media or write an email or whatever it is. And you allow that to be the energy that you radiate out. And I love to do that. If I'm doing it on my phone, I might just write the beliefs in the notes section of my phone and screenshot it or if I'm feeling fancy I'll make a wallpaper in Canva and use that but it's such a nice way to just keep tapping into the the energetics of the potential of what feels potent and true and accessible for you so that when you you when your brain is being a brain you have that little anchor point or big anchor point to keep coming back to something that you are choosing to be true and Throughout your launch, what's so important to remember, not always easy to remember, but important to remember, is to go gentle with yourself and to trust that you are doing such an incredible job. And when you can come at it from curiosity instead of shaming yourself, and when you can see graspiness, remember what I invite, like an invitation to love the graspiness through you instead of making yourself wrong for feeling it, you actually get to keep going like you get to stay in the room and I think that's also a really important part of being in a launch when you're in the launch it's important for you as the business owner to stay in the room and what I mean by that is if you keep coming into like hectic doubt and stepping out of the energy of your business in the launch and really just putting a ton of pressure on yourself or, or feeling like you're not committed anymore, you know, based on how many people are signing up, you, your commitment is wavering. It's really hard for your clients to feel committed and to want to be in the room with you if you're not in the room. So imagine if you went into any shop and you know, when you go into a store and the shopkeeper's like in the back and you can't really see them or find them and you feel a little bit awkward and, and you're like, should I go, should I come back? Like I can come back another time. Or they're like, no. And you just hear a voice. I'll be out soon. You're like, okay, I'll just be here. It's the kind of like that. And imagine if they said, you know what? I'm only going to come out if you're going to purchase something. Are you going to get that candle or not? And, and you're like, oh, I was just looking and I maybe just want to chat to you about it. But um, don't, you know what? Don't worry. I'm good. I will come back another day. It's awkward. And it's pressurizing for the client as or the you know the customer like 
did I want that candle? I don't know, but I definitely don't want it only because you want me to buy it. So I'm out. So when you can stay in the room, in your launch, in your business, with curiosity, knowing that your brain's going to be a brain and brain's going to throw drama and stories and freak out and you can calm your nervous system and calm your brain and just like know that those thoughts are actually not like they don't have to be true. They don't have to that you can see them as thoughts that are happening (laughs) to you and create little processes for yourself to lovingly shift that I have some beautiful processes that I offer my clients and in the mastermind that and in show up and vibe I'm about to teach them something this week to to do like a balance on yourself an energetic kinesiology balance on the thoughts that are coming up so that you help to to transform them into something more powerful and something that feels more accessible and more true and more expansive for yourself so when you can stay in the room, when you stay curious, when you keep, when you know that there's always like not, not from pressure, but there's, there's always another way for you to explain something about your offer. And that can, that drops in when you are out of graspy grippiness and we get out of graspy grippiness when we are being gentle on ourselves and we are making time to get outside, be with our nervous systems, calm our nervous system. You know, keep working with those three to five beliefs that feel really potent and true and accessible. I say three to five just so it's not like an overwhelming amount of beliefs, but there might be one or two or seven. It's just whatever works for you. This all allows you to trust the process of your launch. Know that people are going to sign up and can sign up all throughout the launch. It's not just that people sign up at the beginning or the middle or the end. Yes, I'm sure if you looked at like stats, there are, there are like there's data for stuff like this. And also it's really nice to not always just think about data. Like people, clients can sign up out of the blue every day. And it's also never, remember, it's never really out of the blue. It's because you are you and because of what you're doing and because of your energy and because of the actions you're taking from that expansive energy, not the grippy, graspy energy. And you get to then really have fun testing different things in your launch without rushing and going into like overaction hustle mode and then you must celebrate you get to evaluate and check in with yourself after the launch and say to yourself what worked like what felt amazing what did not work what did not feel amazing for me and these are just some like brief questions what would I do differently next time what would I do exactly the same And you just get to ask yourself some questions about like the process and your thoughts and, you know, how would I, how would I do, how would I do this again next time, knowing what I've, what I know now, learning what I've learned now, but also knowing that I knew like what I knew now was everything I needed and I did an amazing job. So not shaming yourself, not having done it differently, but knowing that now that you know differently, you might do something differently in the future. And what I also love to remember and invite my clients to, to, to remember is that like every launch is part of the long game of your business no launch is final no launch is the end even if doors close you know if someone messages you a couple days later you can invite them back you can invite them into the program there's no rules obviously if it's something where you're like it's not possible for them to start late that's one thing but you can I've seen people run launches that maybe they didn't get the numbers they wanted And then they literally in the first month of the program or whatever it is, they keep inviting people in, even though they had said doors have have closed and we're starting. 
obviously they wanted to bring in more people and guess what they're allowed to do that they're allowed to change their minds because it's remember your business your choice so there's no rules with launching i think the most the most important rule actually the only rule okay let's just say there are two is that it feels good to you and you're doing it in like an ethical loving way so you're not lying to your clients you're not creating false urgency for no reason and that might be something where if it's a group program where you can have unlimited people you're not saying stuff like there are two spots left because that's just not true right if it's a small group program and and you have five spots and you've sold three then you can say there are two spots left because that is true so you just want to check in like where am i saying stuff that's not true because i'm trying to make people feel stressed to buy where am i saying stuff that is true and it might create pressure to take action in a certain you know time frame but because it's true like i literally have two spots left come and sign up with me by this date so i hope that that's helped there's a lot in there and really it's about also really practicing what works for you and and being in trust for yourself being in trust staying in belief of your beautiful offer and re-believing in yourself and your offer when you need to re-believing that you there's no way you can do this wrong you can all everything you do you're going to learn from everything is part of the long game in your business and to stay in that beautiful trust there's always another way to speak up about your beautiful program and to really trust the energy of the program and how it comes through you and what it's communicating to you and then radiating and communicating that out to your clients so i hope that that has been helpful i'd love to hear what drops in for you you can come over to instagram and let me know and i would love to invite you if you are wanting some support with signing clients creating offers that feel really beautifully light on your system and expansive maybe there's maybe it feels like it's time for you to create a little bit more income in your business to start scaling your business working less hours or the same hours but creating more income Maybe you're coming back from having a baby or some, you know, life transition or there's just, it just feels like it's time for you to stop working so hard, so many hours. I'd love to invite you to come and work with me one-on-one. You can apply via the link in my show notes or here's all the ways I'm going to offer this to you or come over to Instagram, send me a DM. We can book a call together, whatever feels good for you and This is all of this beautiful work that we would be doing together in our one-on-one work. There's business alignment, kinesiology, energetics, strategy, lots of beautiful belief work, and always in a way that is going to help you create the most expansive light on your system business that only you can create a business that looks like you feels like you serves and supports you feels like home for you and then magnetizes your beautiful best fit clients towards you without that hustle mentality without doing the strategy that you don't want to do without making you know belief work out to to make it out like you're the problem like there's something for for you to drastically change about yourself none of that is true so come over and work with me one-on-one We work together for six beautiful months. There is a beautiful amount of one-on-one support, one-on-one calls in the program. We have WhatsApp chat support between sessions. There are programs for you. My book writing program, Show Up and Vibe is included uh, and a couple other beautiful resources. So come over to Instagram 
or uh, email me cassie at cassie mendoza jones or head to the link in my show notes and you can learn more and apply and i also would love to invite you to rate and review my podcast i realized the other day i never really ask anyone to do that so i'm asking you lovingly if you've been listening for a while or you're new and you enjoy the podcast please leave a rating and a review it would be amazing and it helps other people find it as well all right lots of love i will talk to you soon bye if you liked that episode you will love my free workshop on how to download your divine business plan This workshop will help you see what gems your business has in store for you and give you so much more confidence about how to communicate with your business to receive the guidance, insight, and intuitive instructions on your next step. The replay is available for you right now via the link in my show notes. And once you've tuned in, or if you just want to share something that's landed for you on this episode, come over and find me on Instagram at Cassie Mendoza Jones. I would love to hear from you. Okay, that's it for me for this episode. I hope to catch you on the next one.